return the holies of holies I enter through the blood of the Lamb. Please, if you came to worship God tonight, can you forget every other thing? I to you that tonight your grace rests upon me. I yield myself to you that tonight that your grace walk through me. I yield myself to you that tonight your anointing will pass through me. Can you open your mouth and make that prayer in the next 20 seconds? Right where you are, just open your mouth and begin the demand of the Lord. Let your grace walk through me. Let your grace walk through me. Let your grace walk through me. Karaba. Etanimo Shenegana, we pray for the grace of the Lord tonight. Etanima Mashene Kabaraga, that your transforming power will walk through us. Lord, we submit ourselves to you tonight. We yield ourselves to you. I pour myself to you like a water poured on the ground. I demand that you do what you alone is able to do tonight. Holy Spirit will thank you. Holy Spirit will give you praise tonight. We give you praise tonight. I yield myself to the angelic host of this altar. 
I take my place as a second man, Holy Spirit. I yield myself to the grace that powers this altar. I ask for instant movings of the spirits and the oracles of God tonight. Lord, bring deliverance tonight. Bring help tonight. Father, we thank you. We bless your name. In the mighty name of Jesus. Can you put your hands together for Jesus as you take your seat? <laughs> Hallelujah. Thank you. Amen. Good evening, everybody. It's a privilege to be standing here tonight. I want to appreciate my mother. I, I don't know how to thank you, ma. From the beginning of time to the end, I don't know how you how you do it, but it, it's a privilege to find a space in your heart. Thank you. Please, can we appreciate my mother? Thank you so much, ma. Thank you so much. When you called me this evening, I remember the first Sunday I worshipped in Chapel of Praise. And actually, it was the first day Dr. Badimu was preaching here. I don't know if you remember. He was talking about Reuben must leave. And he gave an illustration of the first time he taught students on this place. And that day, as he was teaching, he was crying because he saw a dream come true. And that was the first day, the first Sunday I worshipped in this campus. I just dropped my, my pen and my pastor sent me to come. And I don't know how to, you know, I don't know how to feel tonight. Please, you pardon me. I don't have good character when something like this is happening to me but we trust God for help. Hallelujah. Alright, Acts chapter 1 verse 13. Let's go. I will be very brief tonight. Acts chapter 1 verse 13. Our team is worshipping the, Lord, the, the Lordship. Give me that. I was told to speak on beyond the upper room. The program is worshipping the Lordship of Jesus Christ. Acts chapter 1 verse 13. And when they were come, we're going to read down to verse 20. When they were come in, they went up into an upper room. They went up into an upper room, a particular place. Where abode both Peter, James, John, Andrew, Philip, Thomas, Bartholomew, Matthew, James, the son of Alphaeus and Simon the Zealot and Judas, the brother of James. Bible was particular and intentional to mention the names of everybody. He said, these all continued with one accord in prayer and supplication with the women and Mary, the mother of Jesus, with his brothers. And in those days, Peter stood up in the midst of the disciples and said, the, the number of names Together were about 120. Men and brethren, this scripture must need have been fulfilled, which the Holy Spirit by the mouth of David spoke concerning Judas, who was God to them that took Jesus. 
for he was numbered with us and had obtained part of this ministry. Now, this man purchased a field with the reward of iniquity. Falling headlong, he burst asunder in the midst, and all his, all his aside gushed out. All his insides gushed out. And it was known unto all the dwellers of Jerusalem, since that, since that field is called in their proper tongue, Akaldema, which is to say, the field of blood. For it is written in the book of Psalms, let his habitation be desolate and let no man dwell therein and his office like another man take. Hallelujah. The word beyond is an English word that talks about the effect of something, the aftermath of something. It's an adverb that gives a, a propositional past of an object, of an event. Just like when you come to school, there's something that is regular, every one of us here. Beyond the classes, you, will, you need to come out with good relationships. Beyond the classes, you need to come out with certain things. Like I used to tell people in church, that when I came to school, what I, everybody thought I came to collect was a BS, a Bachelor of Arts in History. But I came out with four different things. I came out with my destiny. I came out with ministry. I came out with a business. And I came out with a hunger in my heart. Four things. So I tell everybody that I meet, the life you live is a circle. That's why your grandmother, when she starts reaching 85, 90, she starts behaving like a six-month-old baby because she has come back to the beginning. Your life is a circle. And a circle is a 360 degree angle. If it takes you four years alone to get one degree certificate in microbiology, you need to know, calculate how many years it will take you to complete a full life cycle. You need to sit down and calculate. So when you come to campus, there is something beyond degree you need to collect. The reason why you came to this school is not just to be a get first class in chemical engineering. There is something beyond classroom. So the upper room, according to Acts chapter 1 verse 4, Jesus instructed them not to leave Jerusalem until they receive the promise of the Father. There is something Jesus promised them. Say, don't go anywhere until the promise of the Father is delivered to you. So Jesus explained to them that the intent of the Father is to give them a helper. The intent of the Father is to deliver to us a comforter. If you read John chapter 15 with Amplified Bible, I think around verse 26 and 27, he explained to us the different assignments of the Holy Spirit. That John chapter 14 also, verse 16, tells us that the Holy Spirit is the one that teaches you all things. All things. So when we enter the upper room, we don't just go there to collect tongues. It's only carnal Christians that come out with only tongues. Unbelievers speak in tongues. I was telling my members on Tuesday, native doctors speak in tongues. Are you aware? 
when you meet them, there is something they chant. It's called tongues. So when you come out with only tongues, you, you, you've defeated the essence why God made a promise in Joel chapter 228. So in the upper room, we gain advantage by waiting until I collect the promise I'm not coming out. Until the promise is delivered. So when we stay there, we are not wasting time. The longer we stay, the more we are refined. The longer we stay, the more we come out with the things that God has promised. Because God is not a man that he should lie. He commanded every one of them, just wait. Stay there and wait. Make sure you take delivery of the promise. Make sure you don't stay there and just come out like that. So the promise was given in Joel chapter 2. Because in all the things that will happen in the upper room, there is an equipping that God knows that you need. If you don't come out with those equipments, you will not be able to fulfill the desires of God for sending you to the earth. They stayed with Jesus for three years and six months. He still asked them to wait. Because there is something that the upper room is not an experience. Anytime you enter the upper room, it's not an experience we seek. I used to be a sound guy in church. The, the day the thing happened to me, they didn't lay hands on me. Worship was going on on a Thursday evening, just like this service. And I was sitting somewhere there and the thing hit me. But I stayed in that place until something came out of me. The upper room is an encounter with a promise. It's a place of encounter that God gives us a promise of life. Beyond the upper room, there is a life. So when we enter the upper room, we are looking for a ticket for a life. If you don't enter the upper room, you will not get the ticket for the life. And when you enter there, you can still come out without the ticket. But all we seek of God is when we go there, Jacob entered there. The father has promised his grandfather that in, your, in, in Isaac, your seed, in the seed of Isaac, will all the nations of the earth be blessed. Jacob got to that upper room at Bethel. And the thing almost slipped his hand. He held the angel. Say, you are not leaving this place until I receive the promise. That place, Jacob had an encounter. What he was doing is that as the encounter was going on, he was holding on until the promise is delivered. <laughs> there is a seed of nations. He said, we are, there are treasures in earthen vessels. Those treasures that are inside of you, the only thing that unlocks it is the life you collect when you come out from the upper room. Because if you don't collect it, the earth around you cannot be blessed. The earth we are talking about is not sand. There is an earth that works on earth. All of us is earth. That's why when you die, they call you earth. This earth is carrying treasures. But this earth can die and go back to earth without releasing the treasures. So it is the life that we collect from the upper room that helps us to manifest the life and the light from our vessels. 
The light is the treasures that the nations of the earth is looking for. But it is only somebody that has collected that life that can manifest it. He came to that place, held the angel, and came out changed. He entered Bethel as a supplanter, came out as Israel. Somebody is entering the upper room tonight, and you are coming out as a blessing to the nations of the earth. In the name of Jesus, beyond Bethel is nations. Beyond the upper room is a life to command influence all over the nations of the earth. Beyond the upper room is a life that promises to, to manifest the glorious power of Jesus to the, to the nations of the earth. I came from a very, very poor background. But something happened to me in 2011 and everything changed. Everything changed. Anytime I have the privilege to hear people talk a little about the impact of what I have done, I used to look at myself. Is this, is this me that people are talking about? Because I know it is not the me that I know. It is the life that I have collected the day I entered there. There are three things, three places that you collect, three abilities that quickens the life inside of you that makes you become effective beyond the upper room. Number one, Ephesians chapter 4 verse 13. Ephesians chapter 4. He said, till we all come in the unity of the faith and of the knowledge of the Son of God unto a perfect man and unto the measure of the stature of the fullness of Christ that we from now on be no more children tossed through and through carried about with every wind of doctrine by the slight of men and cunning craftiness by which they lie in wait to deceive. Once you come out from the upper room, your mind is made up. You receive the grace. The encounter furnishes you with a grace that gives you ability to start living for your purpose. Once you come out from that place, something starts happening to you. You start, you, you no longer start living for needs. You no longer start living for, for basic things. Jesus already knew all of them. He knew all his disciples. He knows everything you want. He is the Alpha and the Omega. He is the beginning and the end. He is everything but he told them to stay. He told them, don't leave Jerusalem until the promise comes. He knows what their destiny can become. He was the one that foretold of Judas Iscariot betraying him. He was the one that told Peter his destiny. He knows everything, but he told them, if Peter is going to fulfill this destiny, if Peter is going to make sure that the assignment is done, he needs to come out from that, in that upper room, a changed man. There is a grace he needs to carry. Don't think that Peter is a carnal man that after little challenges he says, I go back a fishing. That's why I, I tell my members, mind who you follow to backslide.
because you don't know who came out with, from the upper room with a grace. All of them came out. Peter said, I go back a fishing. Everybody followed him. But it was that place Jesus came and said and told them, cast your nets by the side. Immediately he said that we've not he said cast when they casted it, and he said, It is the Lord. He started running after Jesus again. But everybody followed him to backslide. He's the first person that ran back to Jesus and he still received him. There is a grace that you must collect once you enter there. So that's why when you enter there, don't come out too soon. Wait. If you rush out too early, <laughs> you will disappear too quickly. In the upper room, that's where God equips us. God furnishes us. Your life must be purged of things that you don't know when they were planted. One of the things God did for me was to stop my parents from going to prayer houses. That's one of the best things I feel like is the impact of my being born again in my family. All the prayer house in Oweri. The one my mother doesn't know is the one that started yesterday. She knows all of them. All. She knows all. And my father has been a deacon in the Apostolic Church since 1981. She knows all. But the day this thing happened to me, I started talking to them. I, I don't know how I found a way to convince them. So I told my mother, stop bringing strange things home. We are trying the best we can to live a Christian life. But you go there, something happens, you come back. There's, there's somebody that came and met me some time ago and started talking to me. Say, Pastor, I don't know when I started masturbating. I, I, I never saw when I watched pornography in my life. We started tracing it. I wanted to find the foundation so that I can find a way to help the young lady. It's a girl. We found out that she, they took her to one prayer house, in correct and they laid hands on her. Somebody just laid hands on her. Something happened. <laughs> but if you stay in the upper room and come out and wait until the promise is released, something happens to you. Since that you don't know when it was planted, all of them start, by Jesus told them, leave the wheat and the tar to start growing together. It's when we come to harvest that we know what is what. God's boys are in the same class with you. God will not kill them. They are living in your lodge. God will not kill them. I remember when I came here newly, the one room I was living, I, I quickly, I, I prayed my neighbor out. Because I wake up by 3 a.m. to pray. It's 3 a.m. that him and his supposed wife, because he studying civil engineering, him and his supposed wife that is not a student, that's when they will decide to fornicate. And I will be hearing funny things from the door that is dividing two of us. Abbas, he don't know the place I'm talking about. He used to be my neighbor. <laughs> he knows what I'm talking about. That's when they will start fornicating. I rose up one day and I, I commanded everything I could command. One week later, he started quarreling with landlady. Because I, I needed to stay sane. You don't know the things that are growing up with you. And if the wheat and the tar is growing and you are not deliberate to pour water to make sure the wheat grows better, the day you will just wake up, you realize that the tar has choked up your ability to find expression. 
you receive life from that place. Grace is furnished that will start dealing with things that you don't know when it started. All of them received a fire that burnt out things. The doubts in the heart of Thomas. The fear in the heart of Peter. He came out the next morning and with boldness, 3,000 persons gave their life to Christ. There is a life that entered inside you once you come out from that place. You cannot come out from that place. I, I, I wonder these days we lead people to Christ and they, they don't want to tell everybody what happened because I, I didn't know when I started doing evangelism. It's just that there is this joy in my heart. I just want to tell everybody there is a man that forgave all my sins. I, I just want to tell anybody, everybody. If you met me when I came here, you know that I, I was not a pastor. I'm just somebody that, that loved God, that was hungry for God. I used to look like a cultist. Beers everywhere. I, I was not, there is no form of man of God inside of me. I just loved God. Because something happened to me. We came out from there with a life. So beyond the upper room, you receive the grace to start doing the same thing you are called to do. There is a lot of persons on campus that don't have any business having extra year. Many of you here. You don't have any business having any extra year. But you just come to school in year one. Come to church. And you don't give yourself to make sure that the purchase of the upper room makes you better. All of a sudden, 300 level, you now realize you want to contest election. Meanwhile, your character has not been formed. Just one little hundred thousand they will give to you, you will steal it. That's how you have extra year. You have no business having extra year. Just one political SUG they gave to you. Something happened. You do exam my practice because you are now a leader. All eyes is on you. Before you used to do it. But that time they are trying to find a way to change you, to make you become better. To burn out some things for you. You are playing hanky-panky in church. Bible says that the sons of darkness, they are wise in their own light. If you are a Catholic or you have a Catholic background, there is this chaplet we used to wear that used to reflect light in the night. That's the way you are the day you give your life to Christ. Those your cosmates that are not born again, they will be doing exam practice. Nobody will catch them. Because inside this thick field that is darkness, if we put candle there, everybody will see the candle. But the unbeliever that doesn't have the light of Christ inside of him, he can be stealing, he can be doing my practice. Nobody will catch him. But because you, you've come to altar and submitted your life, there is a light in your vessel. Any little thing you do, everybody will see it. Every little thing. Because there is a light within our vessel. So this life is supposed to make you to start living that life. There is no kind of doctrine. There is no kind of confusion. There is nothing they will tell you that will make you change your stand. You stand your ground. Because you came out from somewhere. You entered like a pussycat. But you are coming out like the lion. Because our king, the man you met in the upper room, is the lion of the tribe of Judah. Because you look like him as you behold him. So when you come out there, there is this life, there is this boldness that comes out with you. The second grace you receive is in Psalms 109 verse 8. 
you come out with the grace for replacement. The upper room is a place of replacement. Psalms 109 verse 8. This is where David talked about. That thing that they said in that Acts chapter 1 verse 20. This is where David explained it. Oh Jesus help me. Paratanege. Psalms 109 verse 8. Is it 109? Yes. Verse 8. He said, let his days be few. And let another take his office. David was prophesying about Judas. Jesus took all of them to the upper room. But everybody was praying. He was busy talking tongues. He was not seeking for an encounter. Everybody was busy trying to find a way to allow themselves to, you know, to submit to the lordship of Jesus Christ every time they come to the upper room. But this person came to church and is seeking for office. Everybody is coming and they want to seek the God, but their, their own interest is just that they were born in church. Everything they know is activity. Jesus asked the woman of Samaria, Give me water. He said, I, he said how, can, how can you say this? I, did I, are you better than our fathers that worshipped on this mountain? Jesus asked him, What are you saying? Are you more interested in the place your fathers worship or in the God that your fathers worship? So people come. Their interest is that they came to church. Their interest is that they did activity. But they don't want to meet the God of the altar. So once you come to the upper room, your neighbor is your greatest competitor. The upper room is a place of replacement. It's a place of replacement. You're a technical guy in church. They give you money to go and buy fuel. You, you go and buy what you like. Pour it in and so that you don't give account. Nobody knows. They, you, you are just doing what you don't know what you're doing. <laughs> your neighbor, the person sitting by your side is the greatest competitor. Because one thing I found out is that God always has a second son. He has. Your replacement is by your side. I heard about Dr. Paul Eneche. He said that when he just came from Joss to Abuja, that there is a church that received the same assignment God gave to them. Both of them were on the same streets. But over a while, you saw the difference. Your destiny is not peculiar to you. It's just like an assignment. When you go and play, you don't collect the equipment that is necessary to, to carry it out. God will look for another person and give it to Just He will just look for another person and hand it over to the person. Because in that place, God is always looking for somebody that will fulfill his desire. Esau was coming to church, raised by a good father. But that young man refused to take spiritual things spiritual. He became profane. His younger brother collected it. When Esau is messing up, there is Jacob to collect it. When Saul allows pride to fill his heart, there is a David God as by the side. Oprah is looking for a soft life but Ruth wants to stay and, and Ruth is the one that will collect the inheritance of betting Jesus because you don't know the promise God has given to your mother one of your sons but he never mentions which son in the upper room you decide that is where God separates men 
you come out. You are just a first class graduate. Your mates that collected third class, they are doing things. God has always had a second son. Always. Always. If you read Luke chapter 3 verse 35, you realize that Adam was the son of God. The first son of God. But there was this, there was this seriousness that was not in his heart. He allowed, he, al he allowed his assignment to be corrupted and chose, chose to follow the, the, the conviction, the deception of a woman instead of following the instruction of the voice of God. So we now heard in, in Luke chapter 3 that there is a second Adam that God has already kept because he is not sure whether you will focus in the upper room to collect what he has wanted you to collect. A replacement generation is born from the upper room. And I demand in the name of Jesus tonight, you will be among the replacement army. In the mighty name of Jesus, I will not miss my place. In the name of Jesus, the third, you'll come out with the grace for maturity. Things will be put back in place in your life if you get to the upper room. There is this maturity. Maturity is in three levels. One is maturity of character. Character is formed beyond the upper room. It's not formed in the upper room. It's beyond the upper room that character is formed. One thing I've realized is that anybody that has bankruptcy of character is somebody that has destroyed his destiny. The bankruptcy of character is the destruction of destiny. <laughs> Acts chapter 3. I think I will need to read this scripture. Acts chapter 3 verse 12. And when Peter saw it, he answered unto the people, You men of Israel, why marvel you at this? Or why look you so earnestly on us? As though by our own power or holiness we have made this man to walk. As though it is... You know what holiness is? Holiness is one of the characters that it is only the Holy Spirit that helps you build. It's one of the fruits of the Spirit. When people come to church, they are looking for gift to manifest. They are looking for power. So you say you don't, it's only anointing, Father anointing, it's only anointing you are looking for. If you have power and you don't have character, if you don't have holiness, you cannot heal the sick. And he told us that he made that he were fearfully and wonderfully made. Our destiny is to express a life of wonder. You stretch out your hand, sick cannot be healed. You stand in your class, people can, you cannot command the attention of the, on, of the people. You, you, you do anything, you cannot change anybody. You cannot, there's nothing that is a wonder about your life. Because there is a character you lack. It is in the upper room that the fire begins to purge. The fire begins to remove everything. Because it is by the power and the character, the, the holiness of God. And that holiness is the Holy Spirit that delivers it to you. The second maturity you get 
is boldness. Boldness is expected inside of you beyond the upper room. That sister that was praying, he, he, she just made the prayer. Peter just, just came out from that place and led 3,000 persons to Christ. Came out beyond the upper room. The timid Peter that denied his master. Peter that was afraid. Immediately he came out. So much boldness. So much boldness. That's why you cannot say you are filled with the Holy Spirit and you don't have boldness to go and evangelize. How can you, how can you be filled with the Holy Spirit and you don't have boldness to go and talk to people about Jesus? What is evangelism? Evangelism is not carrying Bible. Oh. Evangelism is go and tell all men. Come and see a man that has told me everything about my life. Come and see a man that has changed everything about me. Evangelism is to call the witness. He said, and you shall receive the Holy Spirit and you shall be witnesses unto me. Who is a witness? Somebody that bears tale. I was there when the thing happened. Come and see what this man did in my life. You are just a witness. And you don't have the boldness to go and do that. It, this is one major thing you must collect from the upper room. You must. It must be, it must be a furnishing that I, I don't know how we cannot overrun this campus. I, I don't know how we cannot. If we come out from this place and there is no boldness to overrun this campus, I don't know the possibility. I can't imagine the possibility. I can't imagine it. The last point of maturity you get is love. Love begins to flow from your heart. When you come out from the upper room, it's not difficult for you to sell your property to sponsor the gospel. It's not difficult. It is not. It is not. This is our national music director that is in charge of South South. She came, he came to come and train our choir. I was, he was asking me, Pastor David, how, how are you able to do I was explaining to him. He said, man, how did you survive? Because my pastor sent me here. I've not been here before. I've not done anything. He just sent me and in front of that supermarket that they have mango tree, the small one, at the junction, after the big one, the other one, I could just stopped me there. 15th of November 2016. Moto just stopped me there. I saw one girl. Her name is Janet. She's from Ikorobasi. I just saw her. I said, I'm a missionary. I came to preach, but I don't have a place to stay. I don't know what made me talk to a girl. She carried me to her house. As she was taking me to the lodge, in my heart, maybe he wants to put me in the house of a brother, in her room. She had a roommate. SUG was doing election that weekend. So her, her, the cousin sister of her roommates that came from Obupa was in that house. I said, God, because you've given me a place to lay my head, this work must be done. Like, like, I can't, I can't begin to express it. The kind of things we gave up our life. But maybe you want to do this program. Many of you have like 30,000 naira in your account and you didn't give one naira. This program is finishing. The month is ending. Maybe they will do another one next week. Your 1,000 naira have not entered this program. You are, there, is, you, you, there is nothing like Bible said immediately they came out from the upper room. All the apostles, everybody, it was easy for them to sell their land and drop. It, it, it was easy for them to just buy food for one another. The people that don't have food in church and they come, it is just easy. It, the love just flows. It, it, it just flows. <laughs> A matured Christian is not known by speaking in tongues. 
maturity is known by your character. <laughs> it's known by your character. Your carnality is revealed by your character. Philippians chapter 4 verse 8. That's the last scripture and we'll pray. Karabata. it. Finally, brethren, whatsoever things are true, whatsoever things are honest, whatsoever things are just, whatsoever things are pure, whatsoever things are lovely, whatsoever things are of good report, if there be any virtue, if there be any virtue, recently God started explaining to me what is the meaning of the word virtue. Bible says that when the woman of the issue of blood touched the hem of the garment of Jesus, virtue left him. Virtue left him. You know what's virtue? Say, when you see a woman, they call her a virtuous woman. It's a woman that has good character. A woman that's, that is well-groomed. A person that is well-groomed is somebody that has virtue. That's why when we minister when we preach to people, what leaves us is virtue. Character leaves you. That's why I used to tell my pastors, if you don't build your character, we will see it in the people that will hand it over to you. I used to have a pastor that I let her suspended. Every young lady, I don't know if I should mention, she was in chemical engineering. Every young lady I gave to her to watch over. They, it's not that they stop coming to church. All of them become wayward. The first thing I want to go back to my family church. The next thing you see them selling brazier on Facebook. You see them, they want to go and do Miss 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 Nuesa, Miss this, Miss that. That's where that's where it begins. The first is I want to go back to my family church. <laughs> because if you don't work on your character, we'll see it on your children. You don't build virtue within yourself. What you are, what God has given you the privilege to come and experience in the upper room is to remove the things that is transmittable. You cannot hide character. People used to say bad character is like pregnancy. You can't hide it. If you like, package yourself very well. We'll see it in people around you. People that are fellowshipping with the virtues that are coming from you. That's why it's not everybody that lays hands on you. When they are laying hands on you, there is nothing like a nothing that enters. It's their virtue. So if the man masturbates inside, you start masturbating. If the man sleeps with women, you start sleeping with women. If the man is a liar, you start lying. So I know this thing is my crown. Nobody lays hands on it apart from my father. No matter, no matter the type of anointing you want to carry. Because what comes out from the vessels of men is their virtue. So when you are in the upper room, stay until your virtue is formed. Stay. If there be any virtue in it, stay. If there be any praise, think on these things. Those things which you have both learned, those things which you have received, those things you've heard and seen in me, that and the God of peace, these things do them, and the God of peace, the God of peace, the God of peace, 
say they that follow us their end shall be peace the meaning of the word salvation is completeness of peace sozo God wants to give you complete peace on all sides but if you don't allow yourself you will be having crisis all around your life finances cannot be put together your spiritual life cannot be put together academics is having problems small things they are calling you from home there is no peace around your life that's why you cannot form it you cannot package it the best thing is undress yourself and enter the upper room so that you can be caught let all the things that is clogging your arteries and your veins that is not allowing the blood of Jesus to flow very well to your heart and to your spirit let them be unplugged so that the life of Christ can flow inside of you so that when you come out it is easy for you to that's why if you go to the hospital to go and donate blood they will first ask you do you smoke they will ask you do you have tattoo on your body they will ask you the things that can corrupt your blood is there anything that is inside of you that when they finish asking you, they will still collect the blood and do tests? foolishness for you not to enter there and when you finally enter there is something we look for when we go there, it's not tongues I asked myself, before the New Testament, what was Daniel praying and Enjegebre came so that you know that this thing is not about speaking in tongues what was Elijah praying and, and rain for fell after three years and a half what were these people praying so there is something they have that is not speaking in tongues upper room is not tongues I don't know the path and position you are going to take tonight but we are going to ask of God he said these three graces is available tonight very much available but we are going to hold on to the horn of the altar and we demand of God tonight don't leave me this place the way Jacob held on to the angel I said, it, it, it is useless for you to go tonight the Holy Spirit is here he cannot go back until my life is changed please I, I don't know if there is anybody that is hungry I don't know if there is anybody that is looking for something that is desirous of something we are going to demand of God tonight Lord first my place no man will take <laughs> my place nobody will take my place let me not allow little little character def deformity make me deny my apostleship and I, I've been with the master for three years you've been a Christian for two years you've been a Christian for five years and all of a sudden one Matthias that was one side come and collect your apostleship my place no one will take my place no one will take my place no one will take there is no need for me to become the second son I cannot come and start taking the second flight I've told myself they told us in the revelation there is a second flight that will happen after the saints that, that, that died resurrected first I say God I want to follow the first flight I, I'm not interested in the, what if we're finished on the road 
I don't want a second flight. My place, no one will take. My, my place, no one will take. I will stay in the forefront until my destiny is preserved. I will stay in the forefront until my destiny is secured in Christ. I don't know if there's anybody that is hungry tonight. Can you open your mouth and begin to demand of God? In the name of Jesus, my place, no one will. I will stand completely in the will of God for my life. Can you open your mouth and begin to pray in the name of Jesus? I will stand completely. I will stay completely in the will of God for my destiny. I will stand completely. I will stay completely. When I come out from this place, everyone will tell I met Jesus. When I come out from this place, everyone will tell I've been with Christ. When I come out from this place, everyone will tell I've been with the master. Can you open your mouth and pray in the name of Jesus? I walk completely in the will of God. And Noah found favor in the sight of God. Noah found grace in the sight of God. Oh Lord, tonight that I may find grace completely in your will. My place, no one will take. My place, no one will take. Whatever that is not of you, Lord, take it away. Lord, take it away. Ekoro tutu. Ekoro tutu. Where did I learn to be a wrong scale, oh God? How can I be drinking from the cup of the Lord? And I'm drinking with the cup of the devil. Oh Lord, my God. Oh 
Sakatata, 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 Eparatea, Rakatete, Sanana, 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 Ekamamama, my place, no one would take Rakabalakate. Fill me up till I overflow. I wanna run says in John 14 16 that the spirit is not given to them that are without it's only to them that are within that tongue you are speaking when you have not given your life to Christ is fake let me tell you now it's fake because the spirit is not given it's not given to them that is outside them that have not been considered members of the household of God if you like, be a member of Chapel of Praise. If you are not born again, <laughs> you are not a member of the household of God. Before I start laying hands on people to fill them with the Holy Spirit, if you are here, you are not born again. The truth about it is that you will be trying the best you can to stop smoking, you can't. You'll be trying the best you can to stop watching pornography, you can't. You, you will be trying the best you can. just a cousin, my mother's younger sister, the second son visited us. I was in primary four. That's how pornography began. I didn't know what it was. He just visited. Where he used to import them, I don't know. I just came back from school one day and I saw them watching. If you're here, you're not born again. I want to help you tonight. That's the greatest miracle that will happen in your life. Before we start praying, because we are going to pray, <laughs> we are going to pray. If you are here, you are not born again. I need you to do yourself a favor. Leave the other apostles. Peter knew his destiny was great. With all the distraction and all that, he ran back to him. If you are here, you want to give your life to Christ. Please, I want all eyes closed. Just throw your hands in the air. Just one. You are here. You want to give your life to Christ. I struggled many years. Vikings wanted to destroy my destiny. Many years. I left over it and went to Ugep. The thing continued. <laughs> it continued. When I started identifying with Vikings in Ugep, I don't know. Until after Star Trek, 2010 in Acom, they killed my friend. I started looking for Jesus Christ. But before then, every day they will call out that call. I will come out. When I used to go and collect my life from Christ again, I don't know. But one day, something happened. Please, I want all eyes closed. Your life can change. 
in fact, your life will change tonight. Please, if you are raising your hand, you can throw it better in the air. Don't be ashamed. Don't be ashamed. God told me 11 persons. 11. 11 persons. You just came to school. You don't know all of a sudden how you just had a roommate. The father is a pastor. But all of a sudden, is that same girl, her father is a pastor that is teaching you all the bad things you are doing. Tonight, the fire will come upon you. You can't even control it. Please throw your hand in the air if you want to give your life to Christ. Please, can you just approach me? If you just, your hand is on the air, just come. Just come. Just come. Right where you are, just ask of the Lord, fill me with your mercy. I, I demand of your mercy. Release your mercy upon me. Just right where you are standing, open your mouth and just talk to the Father. I've messed up. I, I've played with my destiny. I've played with my life, Lord. I, I just ask that you, that, you, that you help me. I am an object of your mercy. I, I deserve your mercy, Lord. I deserve your mercy. I know you don't want me to be a waste. That's why I, I have come out today. I, I, I deserve your mercy. Just open your mouth and just talk to him. All of you in the congregation, just open your mouth and be praying in the Holy Ghost. There's one more person inside here. There's one more person inside the crowd. There's one more person inside the crowd. I, I, I need you to just come. One person. There's one person. There's one person. You've been, you, you have lived your life around Christians and pastors, but something is going wrong. Something is going wrong in your life. Thank you, brother. Thank you, brother. Don't stay. Just come. Open your mouth and ask of the Lord. Feel me, O oh Lord. Right where you are standing, say, Lord Jesus, I bring myself to you tonight. I demand of you, Father. That you look upon me with your mercy. I demand tonight, oh God, that you visit me with your grace. Lord Jesus, I open my heart to you. I confess all my faults, all my wickedness, all my iniquities. And I demand of you, Father, in the name of Jesus that you extend your hand of mercy upon me. Receive me, O God, in your bosom. Bring me, O God, into your court. I want to leave my evil ways. I drop my evil ways on the altar. And I ask of you that you walk in me until I become the desire of your heart. Thank you, Father, 
for accepting me. Thank you, Jesus, because I'm born again. In the mighty name of Jesus, I begin to pray for you. You are preserved. The arrows of deception, the arrows of bewitchment, the arrows of deception and bewitchment, they cannot come near your dwelling. I put a hedge of fire all around you that you be preserved, that you be preserved in Christ. I stir up and demand that the hunger of the power of the Holy Spirit, the hunger for the presence of God, one thing you would desire from this night is to stay in his presence. One thing. I, I, I demand that the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ begin to come upon you. May the fire of the Holy Spirit rest upon you that you bear fruit of righteousness in the name of Jesus. Amen. Congratulations. Before you leave, I want to give you a gift. Please, uh, Mama. I don't know how many of you want to have the boldness to say no to sin. Because now that you have given your life to Christ, you know, the devil will release seven more. But there is a grace that comes. I remember anytime I finish doing fasting, three days fasting, it, it doesn't pass two days, I will go back to pornography. It's that time I finish fasting that the hunger will start. <laughs> the last time I nearly killed myself, I collected ebo knife to kill myself. We fin I, I was already a pastor. This thing is not about, the fight against sin is not, is not tears. Old. You can cry and still go to hell. You need to take it, you need to take it seriously. I was already a pastor. Finished two, four days fasting and prayer with my senior pastor in Enugu. Just as I came back, the team met me two days later. I, I, I couldn't endure it again. I carried kitchen knife. I nearly killed myself. So what is this? Until God told me, you are spiritualizing this thing too much start putting systems I'm going to pray for you tonight but I need you, there is something you need it is called the gift of the Holy Spirit that's the only thing that can give you boldness to stand and fight this thing how many of you want to be filled with the Holy Spirit if you want to be filled with the Holy Spirit just, just indicate please sir can you come and help me Pastor Covenant please come Just close your eyes if you want to be filled with the Holy Spirit. Raise your hand and close your eyes so I can pray for you. They were all in one accord. And suddenly there came. Just like a mighty rushing wind. Just like a mighty rushing wind. Just open your mouth and begin to ask of the Father. Feel me. Open your spirit. Just open everywhere. Don't hold back anything. Please, I need you to close your eyes. Ushers, come and help me. Just open your spirit. Say, Lord, I want to be filled. There is no need staying empty. Fill me again tonight. Fill me tonight, Lord. I desire of, I've desired of the one thing have I desired. All I need is you to desire. All I just need is for you to desire. 
That's all I need for you to desire. Just ask of the Father. I need this power. I need this boldness. I need this boldness. I need this boldness. Sharaka. Ekamanekata. In the name of Jesus.
prayer tonight just one we are going to ask of the Lord please take a position of prayer we are going to demand of the Lord tonight can you lift up your voice everybody I need you to focus say my father my father everything that is growing up with me that is not planted of you tonight let it be uprooted Everything that is growing up with me that is not in your agenda for my destiny tonight let it be uprooted everything that is growing up with me that I have not planted tonight let it be taken away in the name of Jesus can you open your mouth and begin to pray Shalakatara Everything that is growing up with me, as I leave this order of fire, let it be burnt. Let it be burnt. Let it be burnt. Everything growing up with me. Everything that is growing with me. Everything within my members. Let it be burnt. Let it be burnt. Rakatenea. Ekaratetea. 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 Rabababababakata. Ekamanekatea. Shana Malaga Daga Shana Malaga Daga Shana Katakata 
Ratenega Barata. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Hold somebody, one person by the hand. Just one person. Zachariah chapter 1, verse 20. A lot of persons don't know. When I came here, my mother warned me. I said, What you are going for? You are not going to go and set tire. You are not going to do anything. What you are going for is battle. He said, If you know that you have not built strength, just tell your pastor. Let him keep you in technical units. I, I said, I don't want to go. It's just God that is sending me. I, 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 I don't want to be a pastor. One of the things she told me that night that I don't forget. He said, the battle of destiny is battles of altar. He said, if your altar is not on fire, you will be the sacrifice servicing another person's altar. That's what she told me. You will be the sacrifice servicing another person's altar. You will be sleeping and snoring away your destiny. You don't know that you are, you are, you are the empowerment that is helping another person's altar. Because nothing is going on. Just one person. Just hold one person by the hand. Two hands. Zachariah chapter 1 verse 20. From verse 19 please. Go to from verse 19. And I said unto the angel that talked with me. What be this? And he answered me. See, when it comes to serious business. Grammar is not involved though. I saw in this, what be this is not a good English. <laughs> Even the angel spoke pidgin English. Because the matter don't enter, he has gone out speaking for them when you are praying. This one is now battle. What be this? And he answered me saying, these are the horns which have scattered Judah, Israel and Jerusalem. And the Lord showed me four craftsmen and said, and said, then said I, what are these coming to do? And he said, these are the horns which have scattered Judah, so that no man did lift up his head. Maybe you think it's just that you are tired within the day, that's why you cannot pray. Something is making you not to pray. <laughs> I heard a man say, when you don't feel like praying, pray because something is about to happen. When you feel like praying, pray. <laughs> he said, so that no man did lift up his head. But these have come, these men have come to terrify them, four carpenters. And you know, every beast that appears has two horns. So God intentionally sent four carpenters one of the carpenter will hold the horn of the beast. The other one will use saw and be cutting. The other one will hold the other horn. Another one will use saw and be cutting. Because the horn must go down if your head will rise. The person you are holding is your carpenter. Tonight, we are going to cut down horns. He said to cast down the horns of the nations. Who lift up their horns over the land of Judah? to scatter it. You are going to stand in the name of Jesus. 
every altar, every horn that is not allowing me to lift up my head in prayer, in service to God, in loving the Lord, I stand in the name of Jesus. I begin with demand that by fire let the horn be cut off tonight. Can you open your mouth and begin to pray for the person you are holding? Because it's your carpenter that will help you hold the horn while you are cutting it. Just hold on to the horn of the altar and begin to demand this horn must fall tonight in the name of Jesus. If your carpenter is not praying, leave him and hold another my destiny must be preserved. Every hole, I cut you off. 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 Ratea, Ratea, Ratea. Shagada bala bala kata. Karapatea, Karapatea, Karapatea. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Shanagana, hold on very well. Shanagana, Galaga. It must be cut off. It must be cut off. It must be cut off. I send the angel of might. I send the angel of might. It must be cut off. I send the angel of might. Rakate, Rakate. Rakate, Rakate. Kabarata. Cut it off, cut it off, cut it off. Cut it off. Cut it off. Cut off a little more.
the name of Jesus. This thing has been coming to my mind, but I don't know. There is somebody that is here. It will not pass this exam period. And you will join clansmen. I don't want to call your name. But I want to beg you in the name of God. Before you destroy your life. All of them come to me. All. All of them. The last one. We are trying to find a way to help them to graduate. Just go. I did it one certain time. But this new VC is a very bureaucratic person. He doesn't want compromise. I've prayed. I've sent people. They are begging. The least option they have now is that they are doing Yahoo Yahoo. There's somebody here tonight in your lodge. In your lodge. They are not talking to you. It's not as if they are persuading you. But you are beginning to like their lavish lifestyle. You are beginning to like it. It's becoming an attraction. You are fighting within your heart. Whether you should talk to them to show you how they are making money. And you yourself, you know it's not cryptocurrency. You know it's not online business. It is, it is pure wickedness they are doing. You know. But something is attracting you. I, I want to pray for you. I want to pray for you. You know, two persons betrayed Jesus. Peter and Judas. <laughs> but Jesus prayed for Peter. Let your faith not fail you. You have been hanging on your mother's prayer. This person I'm talking about, as I'm saying, you know yourself. You have been hanging on your mother's prayer. You've been hanging on the sheer grace of God. Something has just been keeping you going. But before this exam finish, if nothing is done, <laughs> if nothing is done, where they are taking you is not far. Is it go to you? It's not far. They will not cut your body. But you will enter an eternal covenant that you can't forever regret you ever did. I have a brother that also did the same Vikings all of us did. But anytime God is speaking, he will call it nonsense. All of us graduated. He didn't graduate. All of us were doing well. He, I, I, I can't explain it. My blood brother. I'm not talking about a cousin or relative. I grew up in a ghetto. Very rough place. There is no how you can reach SS2 and you don't have a gun. If you know where very well, I can mention the name. Very rough place. But God knows how to save you. <laughs> God knows how to preserve your destiny. I want to pray for this person. Please. I don't know. I, I, I wish I can call you out. But for the sake of privacy, maybe later you come and meet mom. Just put your hand in your heart. I'm going to pray for you. I'm just going to pray for you. Later you can come and meet mama. And tell her so that somebody can hold your hand and preserve you. I want to beg you in the name of God. Don't leave this. Don't start this exam on Monday. In fact, don't leave tonight. Because that thing that is making you wanting to like them can convince you and say, it's nothing. And before two months, you've started drinking. Because the first thing they are going to do to you is that they will get you addicted to tobacco, alcohol, 
or cigarettes. From there, you start getting, you use all your money and service that desire they've gotten you addicted to. The next thing, they will start sending you to go and start snatching phone. That's how you'll be gone. That's, the, that's, just, that's just the way your life will begin. Please close your eyes. I want to pray for you. The mercy and the goodness of Jesus locates you tonight. Your destiny is preserved tonight. In the name of Jesus. I ask that the power of the Holy Spirit. There's another person, you are a lady. This thing I'm talking about is similar to what you are experiencing. A girl. Father, Jesus has paid all the price. There's no need for this one to suffer again. I demand in the name of Jesus, you will be shielded in his glory. It will be like a bubble. You will be walking inside of it. Their eyes will not see you until the Holy Spirit is done with the work he's doing in your heart. In the name of Jesus, I preserve you by the power of the Lord. In the name of Jesus, you are enclosed in his glory. In the name of Jesus. Father, we thank you. Your power is made real over us. Our life and destiny is preserved in your name. Holy Spirit, we thank you. We bless your name. In the mighty name of Jesus.